The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, August 13th. Time to kick back and get ready to enjoy some action, excitement, and outdoor info right here on California Sportsman. We're kicking it off this morning with Captain Jay Lopes. He's out chasing Ocean King Salmon that continues with a good bite. Some guys were struggling a week ago. Some of the guys were just coming in early. That's the way it works. It's either wide open, you're on them, or you're not, or you're out there searching for them all day long. And we'll hook up with Captain Steve Mitchell with Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Check in on his King Salmon action. We're heading to Ghost Bait and Tackle in a few minutes where we'll hook up with Cedric Ghost and tell you all about the Metro Kings. That's right, right here in downtown Sacramento at the confluence of American and Sacramento. It's happening there. There's a bunch of fish holding, and they move up just about every day. A lot more on that. We're taking you up to tuna fishing off the coast on the Great report from Justin Leonard. He's been going out for three, four days at a time with info on that. Stampede Reservoir, Eagle Lake, and a whole lot more. Lots more. Let's waste no time. Let's go to the salt right now, and let's climb on board with Right Hook Sport Visions, Captain Jay Lopes right now. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, Steph. Jay, your, Jay, your comment when I said, how's the fishing been, was nothing short of fantastic. Tell our listeners what's going on. Yeah, I'll give you kind of a, a week uh, recap um, what we've been experiencing. Um, the first part of the week, we saw some really, really solid fishing uh, on the south side uh, the first part of the week. And last weekend, um, the San Mateo County coastline, you know, Pacifica area, is really good fishing. And then as the week went on, we ended up uh, just north of the Golden Gate Bridge, just a handful of miles from the bridge. And we probably saw some of the best fishing we've uh, seen all season. We've seen really good fishing all year, but this particular uh, day, uh, the quality and the quantity was there. We had excellent fish and a lot of them, and we had, you know, early limits that day. And then the next day, the action tapered off a little bit. That was on Wednesday, but we still had uh, three-quarter limits. We had the opportunities to get them for uh, – for the guys, but these bigger fish just are a little more challenging sometimes to land. And then the last couple days, we're fighting um, some wind, some weather, um, and uh, lack of fish right now. I think uh, we had a full moon yesterday, and uh, the first part of the full moon, everything was fine and dandy. And leading, you know, right before the full moon, I think we lost a lot of fish because uh, midweek and the first part of the week, we were marking a ton of fish. And then, um, as the, you know, like say by Thursday, we, the marks went away and they're headed on up to the river to their spawning ground. So now we're just kind of, we're fishing on what's left of this particular school. And any day now there's going to be another school that's going to pop in here and it's going to be lights out fishing again. But this is August fishing at its finest. Um, good one day, slower the next, but excellent, excellent quality fish. Yeah, that's what everybody waits for is those big fish. Uh, you know, we always call it end of the season. It's not really. It's the 
end of it tapers in the ocean as the fish continue entering the river systems. But our salmon season stays here great all the way up the rivers well into October, November, and hell, they could catch fish year-round up there if they wanted to. A lot of fish must have moved in on. That was one of the biggest, brightest moons we've had in a long time. And I think you're right, Jay. I think it's just sucked those fish right out of the ocean into the bays and heading up. They're going to do some adjustments, and that means they're going to probably stop at that cold water up there where you used to fish all the time at the confluence too, isn't it? No, oh, heck yeah, they're they're on their way. I bet you right now that school we had three three days ago, they're probably Rio Vista going to make their way to Discovery Park here in the next couple days and keep going up. And uh, that was a really nice wave of fish. You know, I would say average fish out of that school was twelve to fifteen pounds with a lot of twenty five to thirty five pounders caught. Yeah, that's so, uh, that's fabulous. That's fabulous fishing. You can't ask for a much better season than you've already had this year. Even though it was a little short and it was broken up there for a while, it has been a great season year round, hasn't it? Oh yeah, this is one of the one of the best years to remember uh, that I could personally remember since I've been in uh, in business the last seventeen years. You know, the offshore fishing is a little different than you know this time of year. Um, like I say, earlier in the season we're fishing on the biomass. Now where the fish are breaking off the biomass, hitting the beach, and what fish are going to spawn are coming on the beach, and then what fish are going to stay off, you know, offshore and wait until next year, those are going to stay out there. So now it's just going to be like, say, it's spotty fishing. Every day is going to be different. Hopefully today is an on day. We're going to get up here. We're going to go up to Stinson Beach because uh, every time this time of year, the fish are relating the, the structure, uh, more so rocky areas like uh, – Say, for instance, Stinson Beach and where the rocks meet the sand at Bolinas. Um, and then the Bodega Bay, you know, 10-mile 10, 10 beach and the upper end of 10-mile elephant rock. So they like the, the structure. So the rock piles and where the rock meets the sand. And, and uh, yeah, so that's what we're going to be doing today. Hopefully we get a little bit of this wind. We got a little uh, leftover wind from yesterday's 30 knots. Um, but uh, it, it's good. We need to win. We, we had too good a weather for too long, and the water just got a little warm, and a little wind's going to cool everything back off and get everything right again. Well, that's exactly what you want. Folks, don't miss these opportunities that are out there. Jay, I know you're probably pretty solid book, but you can always squeeze somebody in or help them get onto one of your buddy's boats out there to make sure they get in on it. What are you going to be moving to next after this slows down again? Uh, so what we're going to do, our plan is to focus on the salmon through the end of the month, and then next uh, next month, we did give up our river salmon fishing. We sold our river boat. Um, so we're going to stay down here in the bay, and we're going to target rockfish and lean cod, and we're going to do some shark trips in September. And then starting October 1st, we'll be running daily out of the Pittsburgh Marina, starting our fall sturgeon season. So we got a lot going on here, but we are going to bypass the river salmon season this year for us. And uh, like I said, we sold the river boat. We're just going to focus on the uh, the bigger water until things turn around absolutely it sounds like you got all the best of all the worlds out there jay give them all the hookup information they need so they can make their plans and get on board with you real soon yeah advanced reservations are a must uh, give us a call here to 916-417-5670 and on the web at righthooksportfishing.com check out the facebook page and uh we'd love to get you guys out here uh, we do have a couple openings this month for single riders so get on out and get your fish of a lifetime Hey, I can hear the drone of your engines out there, and I can hear the slap every now and then. You're going into the wind, my guess. Yeah, we are passing Muir Beach right now. we got a little outgo tide. Not much wind, but there's a little swell. 
So we're just going to try to get up in the bite of Stenson Beach and get out of this and put the lines in. All right, Captain, you have at it. Have a great day on the water. And if you get some action going before the end of the show, let us know about it. Sounds good, Steph. Take it easy, guys. Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing. Give him a call. Get on board and I get some I think he sun. sold his riverboat to a kid we, uh, we're pretty familiar with. He sold it to Jason Wiggum. I wouldn't be a bit I'm surprised. I'm pretty sure that's who he sold it to. I, I have no clue where <laughs> I the, think that's who he sold it I to. I used to know where every jet craft boat was going when they were yeah. making them initially. I could see it coming down the freeway. I used to oh, know all the bass boats on the freeway, too, when you passed them. That's anymore. Bill Davies. Now it's like, holy who is That, that yeah, one no, looks just it. like one I used to have. <laughs> Actually, Mark Blanton sent me a picture uh, of a boat he was uh, taking in on trade of what was an old ranger of mine, so that dates back a ways. Well, he took in your old trade, and he let a brand new well, one go to me yesterday. I wasn't even going to – I was going to let you spread that word around. Well, we're going to be spreading that all over Lake Berryessa here in the very near future. Mark and I are going to go up there next week. I got my new Lund. Absolutely spectacular 21-foot You're going to spend one afternoon tied to the dock just – Starting finding and, stuff. Starting and turning off that Mercury 200 when it How fires How does up. this Altura really work? It yeah. does it by itself. <laughs> I've got some learning to do. There's you, no doubt about it. You need it. to find a kid is what you need to do to, you know, you might want to call a kid to go out and help you run all those cool electronics. I need now. a deck in for a 21 foot boat. We're going to take you a have quick one. break. She's in the other room. <laughs> we'll be right back after this quick break. Y'all stick around. A lot more coming your way right after this quick break. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiber glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shop. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford in Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales, or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at 
www.buyfourmarketingmyford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats, the offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And Godfish and Marine's trained sales staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage, all add up to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at Godfish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or kingfisherboats.com. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Hey, we're back, and there is a lot going on. You heard uh, Captain Jay Lopes just a few minutes ago talking about the Ocean King salmon action. In just a second, we're going to be climbing on board with Captain Steve Mitchell with Hooked Up Sport Fishing. I don't know if he went left or right when he went under the gate, but we're going to find out what he's up to in just a minute. There's a lot of stuff going on out there, folks. This uh, weather that's coming in right now is really going to put a damper on some things with the warm water. Uh, 106 degrees coming up Tuesday. I can't wait. That means it's going to be about 110 in Vacaville out there in the flats <laughs> where I live. Actually, it'll be about 77. 75 in your, in your man cave. I think Marilyn sets it at 78 or something. Does like she? That. Well, that's not so bad. You know, I, I used to think 78 was warm, but I tell you, when you come in from 106, it's like getting into a refrigerator. Yeah, it's not so bad. It's, it's definitely going to be warm for sure next week. Well, that's why we've but got, but we've had a little bit of a, we've had a little bit of a break the past few weeks. Well, I looked at the, the thermometer, thermometer. I looked at the temperatures coming up for yeah. the next few days, both here and over at Bodega Bay, where we've got a trip if the wind's not blowing too hard. Right. And, uh, you know, their high is like 71. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm moving. I'm moving to Bodega. Yeah, I'd love, I want to go to Bodega. I don't want it to be super windy. No, I don't want it to be super windy either. And we have friends that don't want it to be super right. windy either, but we'll find yeah. out about it. Mr. Ogney's checking it all out for us right now. Travis Morgan and the guys are going out tomorrow on a potluck trip out from uh, Guns Fishing and other stuff. They're going out with uh, Caldon 2. Oh, good. Or 1. I think they're going out on, I'm not sure which one they're on. The Did other Travis captain, get cheap and book Caldon 1 instead of 2? What's well, the deal? Well, James is not on the water today. James is down running around on the Vagabond. Uh, he's, I he saw got, he was in San Diego. He got on the boat that Steve Carson got off and went right out to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, they'll have fun and they'll have reports for What's us James next week. Smith do on his vacation? Go fishing. Go fishing. <laughs> Amazing thing. Let's go to the man himself right now with Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Let's climb on board live on the water with Captain Steve Mitchell and check in on what action he's been experiencing this past week for Ocean Salmon Action. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, you got your boat all fixed up. You're ready to rumble again, and you're out there. What's the plan for this morning? Oh, well, I got my hot cup of coffee in my hand, eating a blueberry muffin. Boat is in autopilot, and we're on our way cruising all the way up to Drake's Bay right about now. Oh, you're going the route. You're going north. You headed out the gate and hung a right going north up to the, to the big Muir Beach area and up above there. You know, that's a great area to fish. Steve, uh, 
What kind of conditions are you experiencing today as you head up? Well, definitely better than what they've been going through the past couple of days, man. Uh, water has laid down a little bit, so it's kind of smooth. It ain't that bad. It's a slight swell, but, I mean, nothing unbearable, especially compared to the past couple of days that uh, everybody's been fishing in. It's been pretty rough, but uh, this right here is definitely doable and uh, right up my alley, and I'm looking forward to trying to get into some of these big old greasy hogs that's been coming in day after day. And uh, I got this vision. I got this vision. Good. I got this vision of you right now sitting up there in your flying bridge with a cup of coffee, all in your own little world, just putting along. But it doesn't sound like you're out in the open, so you must be inside. Yeah, I'm inside. Uh, we call this the crow's nest. <laughs> And only one crow can get in it, right? Old crow. Old crow. Well, well, just consider me as the black bird up inside the crow's nest. <laughs> that crow's going to keep everybody out of there. That's a fact. Folks, if you, oh, man. folks, it's a great ride if you get on board with Captain Steve Mitchell, but the fact that there are spectacular ocean salmon fishing been going on, and we know a lot of the fish probably shot up into the bay and up into the river systems with this full moon, but there's so many fish out there, and they're not all heading up the system. Others are going to turn around and have another year out in the ocean. What is your experience like, Steve? What are you hearing with the big fish, and uh, are they scattered, or are they still holding together? Um, you know what? Uh, some days they've been scattered. Some days they've been seeming like they're holding together, but they've been definitely moving. You know, uh, we expect for these fish today to probably be on a run, you know, but at the same time, that just may bring, bring down another school from up, up above, up further north, Bodega area, maybe down to us, you know, or whatever. Uh, like I said, I'm fishing up in Drake, so. Maybe we will get a school that came from up that way, and they've been doing so well. Um, I'm hoping that maybe we'll be able to do it just as well once we get up here today because the fish that they got yesterday, Sep, I mean, those were really, really nice exceptional fish. And the average fish, you can say, is in the high teens up into the 20s and then occasionally a few 30s up in there. So I'm looking forward to something good today. Well, the big mature fish are the ones that are going to be moving in closer to shore. Next year's fish, the two-year-olds, they're going to stay out there and probably not make the move. Some of them will, and they call them jacks because those jacks are so stupid. They're going, hey, where are all the big guys going? Let's follow them up this river here. And then sometimes they just turn around and go back out to the ocean, and sometimes they get caught. But it's the fully grown three-year-old, four-year-old king salmon that are returning every year to spawn out there. The big ones oh, are yeah. the older fish, and sometimes they even get holdover fish. And I don't know if you know the biggest king salmon ever caught on the Sacramento River, but I believe it was 98 pounds something. So there are some pigs oh, that dead. swim around out there. There's 50, 60, 70 pound king salmon. You can bet on it. And uh, if yeah. you're fortunate enough to get the bendo on your rod and with one of those fish, you're going to have the fight of your life. And you're not going to have that fight of your life if you don't get on board with one of these guys and get out there on the ocean. He's still doing trolling? Yeah, we're still trolling, but we're about to start setting up as well for our mooching trips. So the bait is staging up like the way, you know, we want it to right about now. And generally, this is the time we like to said all the bigger, uh, all those bigger uh, fish end up moving in. Even though, Seth, to be quite honest, the big fish have been here all season. This has definitely been a banner year for sure. 
and I don't know why all these big old fish are here, but they've been here all season. So I don't know what to say. Is it going to be something bigger than what we all calling big right now, or is it just going to be a steady pace of what we've been catching all year long, well, all season long, rather? So I'm looking forward to it. I guess so. You know, none of us are ever going to know till this season's over, but I got a feeling Mother Nature's going to bring us a pretty good bounty this year, not only in the ocean, but also upriver for the guides and everybody working up there. Steve, Ocean yeah. King Salmon's going to keep going for at least several more weeks out there. Give them that phone number and all the hookup information so they can get a hold of you and climb on that big new boat of yours. Oh, yeah, yeah, guys. You guys want to come on out on the Malia Kai. Definitely give me a call. And now, not only this for the King Salmon, but I'm also taking reservations now for the, uh, Rock and Lingcod. So if you guys want to get on to that, don't hesitate, you know, and think about crab combos too, as Stephanie was talking about a little bit earlier. I can be reached guys at 707-655-736, or you can find me on the web at hookedupsportfishing.com. And that hook is H O-O-K apostrophe D and uh, Facebook or either Instagram. Either way, look me up, give me a call. Let's make it happen. That number again, folks, 707-655-6736 for Hooked Up Sport Fishing and Captain Steve Mitchell. Captain, have a great day on the water with your clients today. If you start banging them before the end of the show, let us know about it, will you please? I will. Will do, guys. You guys have a great morning. Captain Steve Mitchell, hooked up sport fishing, giving you an update on what's going on out there. They're catching them. They're catching them all over the place. I drove by, you know how I get here in the mornings. I come down and I turn on whatever the hell that road is. Right, right. Right there by Discovery. I look down and I see how many boat lights I can see. Yeah. There was a lot of guys that spent the night there last night. There There's a lot be. of guys who live along the sides of the river there. So. There's a lot of guys in the middle of the river in boats. <laughs> yeah, they got out early to have the good spot in the morning, I'm sure. There's a big boat right in a really yeah. good spot out there right now. Well, I've got an expert, fortunately, that's not too far from there. Let's head to Ghost Bait and Tackle. And let's hook up with Cedric Ghoston right now. He knows what's going on down there at the confluence. Not to mention the fact that he sells everybody all the goodies they need with tackle and bait right there at Ghost Bait and Tackle. Good morning, Cedric. Good morning. Tell us about it. What's going on in that big deep hole out there at the confluence? Well, I had to do like your uh, previous caller and get some breakfast. But I'm right out at the confluence right now, and you talk about Bendo. I just saw Rod Ben, the guy just boated a 12, 15-pounder. Nice, nice big bright chromer, or was it uh, one of those road kills that's probably been in the system for a while? No, it was still pretty. It was still pretty. Outstanding. Uh, well, what are you hearing from your customers that are coming through there all morning long? A lot of jig fish. Uh, like you said, there, there's quite a few boats, uh, but they're they're uh, civilized and set out here right at the confluence. There's still quite a bit of water coming out. Uh, the American about 3,200 uh, feet per second, cubic feet per second. Uh, they dropped down a little bit. I can notice that. Uh, but it's still water's still cool considering the time of year. So they're set up right at the uh, as the water comes out of American and starts heading south down river on the stack. You got a line of boats, a lot of them anchored and back trolling. How many, can you, how many can you see where you're at right now? I'd probably, I'd tell you, I could see at least 30 boats. <laughs> I would bet there was 12 there at five o'clock this morning when I <laughs> yeah, went by there. Cool. It was, there was a bunch of them already in the water. 
Well, Cedric, this is a great, this is a great fishing opportunity and there's so many different styles of fishing that can be done there. You mentioned jigging. What are they using when they're jigging out there? Are they using big spoons for that? A lot of guys are pulling spinners, you know, silver trons and whatever. Some guys are probably back trolling and others haven't got a clue what they're doing. Probably got a hundred feet of line out trolling like they would in the ocean. Right, 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 right. I try to set them up when they come in the shop, help them out. But the guys jigging out, not a lot of spoons. Uh, most mostly jig, uh, two and three ounce. Probably eighty percent of the guys are using two ounce jig. Any particular any hook. particular color or brand? Right now, what I'm seeing is um, they're looking at a lot of the black back, dark back uh, jig. So yeah. you know, not a not a pink and chrome, but but a dark back with a green side or something like that. The Low light conditions, big. you'd want to use yeah. something like that for better visibility in the water. And a lot of vibration. That's the key to jig fishing, I think, is to draw them in. Hey, Cedric, what's the launch uh, like up uh, at Verona? Are you are they able to get in up there? There, it's definitely some changes over there. Prices went up. I hear it's like twenty bucks now. Yeah. Uh, not 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 quite what it used to be. Uh, some restructuring. It got bought out by a casino. Right. So they're moving out some of the docks and. A lot of construction, so. Okay. Yeah, I just, I know, I've been, I've had a few friends ask if, if launching was, if they were able to get in over there, so. Well, Lo, I haven't quite, I haven't been over there recently. Yeah. Uh, so what, the water has to be high enough to get a decent, decent launch. Yeah, that there. big sandbar's moved down there right at the ramp, so it's kind of. Yeah. So I don't know if they cleaned it up or anything. Yep, Cedric, has, has everybody just shifted over to salmon? Or are there still guys out there that are bait fishing and out working for the striper population? Uh, throwing flying seas and slammer spinners. The guys on the bank that are fishing for salmon, they, they quite often here in the sack, people don't realize how many bass are in here, uh, be black bass, spotted bass, and striped bass. So they'll catch them on spinners as well. We just had a 28-incher coming to shop from a young lady on sardines just a couple days ago. So they're definitely still fishing uh, striper with bloodworms, sardines, anchovies. Well, there's great opportunities out there. A lot of stuff going on right now. And Kent and the black bass, I mean, I can't believe what was going on with the frog bites and everything else. Oh, yeah. Do you have people coming in there buying frogs from you? I can't believe the exciting action that those were offering, folks. Yeah, tournament. I think it was last weekend, a frog tournament. Yeah, everybody so, yeah. was everybody was looking for frogs. So. Yep, 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 yep. Cedric, speaking of everybody looking for, everybody's looking for tray baits. What's your status on tray baits? Uh, we still have some blue tray baits, so. Uh, we were kind of one of the last guys holding with the uh, bait in the box. But we're out of green. We still have some blue. So give us a call over there or come stop by. Hey, blue works better than green if you haven't got it. That's a fact. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Cedric, real quick, tell them where you're located so they can stop by, check out the shop, and get everything they need before they head out on their next trip. We're right off of I-5 on uh, West El Camino at Gateway Oaks. It's 2550 West El Camino. For, uh, phone number is 916-692-8520. Ghost bait and tackle. You got it, Cedric. Thanks for the update on the action there. We'll always count on you to keep us up to date on that confluence there. You're going to be a busy man on the radio for the next few weeks. <laughs> Sounds good, Seth. You guys have a great weekend. Ghost bait and tackle, folks. Make sure you stop by and get all the things that you need to take care of business. All right, let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, it's RVs and destination. And then catch this. You're going to hear from Justin Leonard back from a long-range tuna 
off the California North Coast right after this. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Florence is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Florence offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lawrence Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's Sight, Sit, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's super baits and cut plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's Killer Fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Here's one for you. Getting ready to hit the... Here's one for you. Getting ready to hit the road this weekend? Well, if you're a seasoned traveler, your RV already has the tools on board to handle most emergencies like pliers, wrenches 
duct tape, all the essentials, but you still need to double check on things like flashlights, lanterns. Do the batteries need changing? Do you have extra batteries on board? How about your first aid kit? Did you replace the band-aids you used on your last trip? Have you got plenty of gauze and sterile material? Have you got plenty of sunblock, lotions, bug bite remedies, sunglasses? Is there enough toilet paper on board for God's sakes? Bags for garbage and trash. How about road flares? Check the generator and fuel. You'll certainly need windshield cleaner. That's the way it is. It's just like being at a home. You're just on your home on the road. Think things through and plan your meals plus snacks that you need, especially if you're going to stay in a semi-secluded location, not close to a general store. This is important if you're planning on spending longer or more than just a weekend trip. You can restock on the road, but you'll need to locate a major grocery outlet with parking spaces that can accommodate your RV rig. And while you're thinking meals, be sure to turn on the RV refrigerator a day or two before you leave so it'll be cold and ready to go when you are. Besides thinking through your meals, think about other supplies you might need too, like cool weather gear, extra blankets, dish soap, cleanser, laundry detergent, Plus games, decks of cards and books, it might rain, you might not have internet, and the TV might not always work. Be sure to check out your travel apps covering your destination. They can help you make your plans, locate campgrounds and RV parks, and put you on the right roads to travel and more. So your RV becomes more and more like a home the more you travel in it. It's a wonderful way to get out and enjoy the outdoors, and the more you get more efficient, you become and the more you go, the more efficient you become. And with a checkoff list, you'll be pretty calm and heading out on your next adventure. Enjoy yourself. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Well, I'm going to take you right now to Bodega Bay. Well, close to Bodega Bay. On the way to Bodega Bay, we're going to Bodega Bait and Tackle outside of Petaluma. Ken Brown just texted me a message. He's got a ton of tray baits. What do you got out there, Ken? Hey, Seth, how you doing? Doing well. Tray baits are in a lot of demand right now. A lot of people don't have them. What do you got? Yeah, we just got a delivery last night. We got two sizes, and we actually have Grays Harbor, which I have not seen in two years. We got plenty. We got case pricing and whatever you want. You got him by the, you got him by the case. That means he's got a bunch, folks. Case pricing, you can stop by there. If you're wondering where you can get bait, right outside of Petaluma, tell them how they can get there. Right on, man. Uh, it's, uh, 884 Bodega Avenue on the outskirts of Petaluma. Um, 
can't you can't miss us on the way to Vega Bay. You'll see everybody parked out there with their boats, and you'll you'll know to stop once on the right hand side as you're heading out of town, folks. Right on. Our, if anybody wants to call us, the phone number seven zero seven five five nine three two three nine. Give us a call. Kind of first come first serve. What we got? Hey, real quick, Ken, what are you hearing on salmon action out there? I am hearing the fish kind of got scattered because the commercial fleet, but um, pretty much the guys that are, the guys. They're getting moving out and getting deep and staying away from the crowds are doing well. The ones that ball up together um, aren't aren't doing so well. It just kind of you know the guys that work for them. It it, it kind of comes back to it's we're back to regular salmon fishing right now until uh, the fish get settled in. But um, I've got a customer you know it's, oh it's kind of slow. I got six. How many guys? Three guys. I'm like. It's kind of like regular sandwiches. And he's kind of like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. We yeah. did pretty good. And I'm like, yeah, you did. Yeah, so-so. We all limited out. Yeah, well, it was all right. Well, because everybody's used to getting limits. You know, and I've heard I've heard 18 minutes is like 18 minutes for three guys. And, you know, crazy stories like that. And people are getting used to that. Ken so, Brown up at uh, We Gotta Fly, my friend. But I just wanted to get you on because I knew you had those tray baits out there. Thank you for sending me the text. Folks, it's the place to stop if you're on your way to Bodega Bay or live up in that area. Right outside of Petaluma, you can get everything you need right there. Anna. All right. Thanks, Seth. All right. You have a good one. And thanks for checking in with us. We appreciate it. Ken Brown from Bodega Bait and Tackle out there. Hey, our next guest, I tried to reach him last week for a guy, and I couldn't get him, couldn't get him, and having trouble reaching him and everything. I send him a note and he goes, Hey, I'm coming back in from the ocean. It's Thursday and I'm turning around and going right back out till next Thursday. Whatever. He's been running around in the ocean, apparently chasing after those warm water circles we see on some of the maps out there. Joining us right now is Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service. Good morning, Justin. Good morning. Tell us about what you were up to because I have no clue what you were doing. Hi. <laughs> uh- yeah, I was chasing around this tuna, yellowtail, and dorado. How far did you have to go? Where did you go out of? What were you in? The whole bit. Um, yeah, we we uh we got on the boat down there in San Diego and ran on down to Ensenada. We were probably I think ninety, hundred miles south. Um, way the heck down there chasing those kelp patties, and I guess that's where all the yellowtail are right now, and dorado and. Oh, they were there. That was pretty, that was the craziest bite I've ever been on for those suckers. It was, by the end of it, I couldn't lift my rod off the rail. I was stuck on the rail. There's that many fish, and uh, they were kicking our butts. Well, you said the yellowtail were just just unbelievably active out there. You guys were catching tons of them. They were all in, what, the 20, 10 to 20-pound range? Yeah, 15 to 20, 25 pounds is pretty much all of them. Nothing really over that, and very, very few under that. And uh it's all really size class fish, you know, size class fish where you can continue to do so and not be too wore out. Well, you know there's people going fifteen pound fish, that's nothing. And I gotta remind you, it's out in the ocean and it's made for swimming fast, folks. They can I had a thirty pound albacore. I didn't think I was gonna get in the boat one day. I'm scared to death of a three hundred pound bluefin. That's gonna no, that's, that's it. The guy talking about big tuna. I was like, I have no desire. That's too big. I'm good. <laughs> well, you guys wanted to target some tuna, and apparently there was a ton of tuna down there for you, but they didn't really get in the biting mood, did they? Yeah, that's exactly it. Like, kind of what I gathered through talking to the crew and stuff is that the tuna, all the blue bean and the elephant were on anchovies. And, they're, you know, clouds, huge clouds of bait, half the size of the boat, just giant clouds of bait, tuna 
foams, foamers everywhere. I mean, just fish out all over the place. They won't bite the sardines. They said they're keyed in on the small baits. It's too hard to keep them alive on the boats, and they don't have enough power to swim, you know, once you actually put them on a hook that you just we can't use them. So the most productive, what I was seeing, was those little Colt snipers, the little 100-gram Colt snipers, and just working them fast. And it's a smaller profile, and the guys were saying, no, it's just too fast for them. They can't pick it up, so they just have to eat it. So that we didn't get that many tuna. But that seemed to be the most effective way if you were going to be targeting tuna, and which we did the entire uh, second day, and it just it wasn't too good for us. But the yellowtail fishing and draw fishing kind of helps make up for it. How far in advance did you make your reservations for that trip? Uh, I want to say we had everything on the books like two, three months ago. Yeah, that's the way it has to be done, folks. Everybody and his brother wants to go fishing when it's good. And these guys get booked up solid, and you won't even get a chance to get out there if you don't make your reservations. What are you hitting for next? What are you doing around here locally? Um, yeah, locally I'm going to be salmon fishing Monday and then coping for another week or so. And I'm trying to get grab some guys to go jump down there on that striper bite. It's been pretty darn good in Delta. So we'll see how that goes. But coping until August 20th mainly, and August 20th is pretty much full bore salmon. You got it. We'll give them all the hookup information they need, Justin, so they can get a hold of Outcast and get on board and have a fun day of fishing. Absolutely. Facebook and Instagram, we're active on Outcast Guide Service. It's got all of the email, phone number, current reports, and the easiest way to get a hold of me is just to call 520-277-6870. Justin, thanks a lot. We appreciate you sharing your trip with us and all the action. You have a great one, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Sounds great, guys. You too. Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service. You know, great experience. You gotta be young to do that kind yeah, of stuff. Can that's you imagine a, that's a, going out? Then they raced in, right got, there. got fuel, got food and everything, and then raced back out again. Yeah. You gotta be young to do all that. And wrestle. Like Senior Tuna. He's pretty yeah, young. Yeah, he's young. Senior Tuna's young. young. Hey, it's and about this, time. And this next guy. He's young too. Fishing is fine. Well, he isn't that young. <laughs> And that can only mean one thing. The man himself, the Rod Father, Mr. Alan Fong, joins us. Good morning, Alan. Morning. How you guys doing? We're well, doing pretty good. Uh, hey, uh, I got to tell you again, that was a pretty exciting video you had of the frogs uh, that you posted up last week. But uh, I was really impressed with your fishing report you gave this week. A long, involved report. <laughs> Yeah, they're getting easier and easier to do all the time. Well, they're getting easier because there's more and more information coming to you all the time. Well, the fish are cooperating finally, too. they kind of help out. Yeah, he's got those fish on the payroll now. (laughs) Yeah, those the fishing seems to be pretty good everywhere. So, you know, whatever you want to do, you know, you can go out and catch them. Well, where did you go this week? Uh, I went down to Delta, finish up a punching video, and I... I took that, uh, Steve Cooper, the guy that, uh, does that, uh, YouTube channel out on the Delta or deep in the Delta. Oh yeah. I, I saw one of those, uh, just a couple of days ago. I was scanning around and saw that. Yeah. So I took him out and showed him how to punch. And did you have <laughs> yeah. pretty successful fishing? If you showed him how, that means you brought some fish to the boat. Yeah. I was balling like over 30 miles an hour. It's terrible out there. And. Uh, we caught a lot of fish, so it was a good day. Well, tell you what, any day you can get out there and fish is a great day. And I just got my new boat too, by the way. 
So I'm going to be up at Berryessa here probably quite a bit. Have you heard anything going on up there lately? Yeah, I heard it's tightening up a little bit. Um, you know, they had a couple of good slurs, but I heard you to get the big ones, you just drag the bottom and exactly you know, get. That's exactly so. what they're doing out there in the flats off of where the old town of Monticello used to be out there down, uh, right off the bottom, 80 feet. Uh, the fisher, you can get them from 60 to 80 feet. It wouldn't hurt if you were bouncing the bottom every now and then and hit going down and intentionally bouncing the bottom to stir things up a little bit. If you see fish up above that, they're generally the, uh, next year class. So you want to catch the big mature fish. And, uh, they're barely blushing on some of the males right now. I saw a couple of pictures. These fish are still fresh and they're going to be good for at least another 30 days or so. Yeah. Whenever any of these lakes you're going to now, uh, MP, you know, bullers, any of them, you know, get off that pink color and put on a purple or green or blue, something a little darker and you'll have better luck. Yeah. And if you're going for cokes, I think this time of year, the fish are starting to get very aggressive. And that short leader, shorter than you ever imagined, is probably important. Maybe even six to eight inches long, no longer in some cases. Yeah, a lot of times, you know, go the apex type blue or something that wiggles real hard, you'll have better results. And they have a great action imparted just by the lure itself. But I really think, don't you think, too, you need a dodger or something in front of that to sling it around a little bit more? I use a dodger and keep that leader short. Well, exactly. <laughs> well, it's exactly the key to the whole thing. Well, Alan has put together, if you haven't seen it yet, Alan Fong Outdoors, a great YouTube channel. And I got to tell you, I already complimented Alan. Every week they're getting better and bigger and longer. He's doing a great job at all of this. But the the key thing to the whole thing is you get his fish in action report on what day? Sunday you put that one out? Uh, no, our reports go out on Wednesday. Well, Wednesday, Wednesday's off. your big report, but your fishing trip that you put out went on Monday. Okay, Monday. Monday. I'll tell you what, folks. It, he's offering you insight to fishing all the multiple species that Northern California has. Um, wait till I, wait till he sees the map where the crappie are. I mean, it's that kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, you told me you were going to find out because we were talking about going there and shooting one uh, I got at night. It. I got it. I got the pen drop on that. All right. You well, and I will, you and I will talk, my friend. Only you two idiots think you can actually <laughs> shoot a TV show at night, but that's all right. I mean, See that flashlight? Uh, that dude, flashlight's Alan Fong over there. I've done a TV show or two in my career and uh, pretty much the cameraman always just goes, uh, yeah, we're done, but they're biting. Yeah, we're done. We got no more light. Yep. And it takes a lot more light at night yeah, than you think to light things up. Well, it's going to light up my face to get into some crappie action like that. There's no doubt about it. I really enjoy crappie action. Claude Davis, you know, yeah. your old buddies, my old buddy, were they were good friends together out there. And uh, Claude taught me a lot about crappie fishing. The one thing he kept telling me time after time, it's like using a sundial, son. Yeah. Turn well, how come on. you're catching them and I'm not catching them over here? It's like a sundial, son. That's all he'd say. And I finally figured out he's fishing 30 feet off the docks where the shade is being cast from the docks, fishing crappie sitting in the shade, and I'm fishing right below the docks thinking I'm catching crappie in the shade. And I'm catching crappie not in the sun, and he's knocking them dead every cast. I learned a lot from that old guy. I bet D. Thomas thought you a few things Uh, uh, along the way, too. A couple of things, absolutely. Did D. Thomas teach you anything, Alan? Oh, yeah. When I first met 
he was Cooley dipping. I said, what the heck's that guy doing? <laughs> so we were in Frank track. And I get over a little closer, and he's he was honorary back then, boy. He 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 was, <laughs> he was honorary the died. day he died. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but he he was Tuli dipping, and then I learned how to do it, and it's crazy. Yeah, he and Claude Davis did a lot of that. Boy, back if in you're going to run that boat that fast to be on and off that trolling motor, you're going to scare every fish in the slough. Turn the damn thing down to three and stay on it constant. No, it's good advice. Oh, okay. Good advice. Yeah. No question. You go about. on and off that trolling motor, you'll run every fish out of this slough. Well, Alan, okay. what are you going to be recording next for the, uh, Alan Fong outdoors on YouTube? Yeah. Our next one coming out, um, this Monday is going to be punching. All right. So, well, if it's half, if it's half as good as the frog one, you got me fired up over the frog thing. I might want to have to go frog. Well, I've fishing. seen the release pictures. They caught them pretty good. So excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Well, Alan, if you were heading out just to have fun, where would you be going today? Yeah, probably the Delta. And then, you know what, I'm going to sneak up to Bullard, I think. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. And on your way, you might want to stop at Collins. <laughs> I might go there just to look if I get some direction. I'll be in touch. All right. Mr. Alan Fong, Alan Fong Outdoors on YouTube. Make sure you click on it. Get a subscription to it. It's free. How can you go wrong? And then you got Alan giving you tips and information and proving to you how it works twice a week. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us. We always appreciate you joining us here on California Sportsman. Don't forget to give me that stuff now. You just beg enough and I'll oh, get it to yeah. you. <laughs> now look, he's a, the, 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 the role's been reversed. I gotta put him into Timbuktu. The role's been reversed all of a sudden. <laughs> I got you covered, Fong. Yeah. Don't worry about it, my friend. All right, Alan, you have a great one and I'll be in touch today. All right. He's, he's going to kill me if I don't give him my location. I promised a guy I'd never share it too. Yeah. Uh, I never share it. On the air. Like letting it's Colonel really... Sanders watch your chickens. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of that going on out there. I think we better take a quick break right now. And when we get back, we're going to talk to a guy that's got our lives in his hand on Monday. We have no idea where this show's going. Stick around, folks. All right. We'll be right back. Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot Parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore. Whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain J. Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? Founded in 1950. Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. 
The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive Advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all doing? Are you back out of Alaska now and back down to California? I'm out of, I'm out of Alaska. That's why I sound normal today. Well, I like you again then. <laughs> for a couple of weeks. Yeah, until you go back up to Alaska again. That's for sure. Yeah, well, someone, someone has to close up the, the house up. I get telling the wife that and she doesn't really believe me, but someone has to close it up. For yeah, well, when time. six of us go up there to close it up, that's a hell of a story you're telling that <laughs> wife of yours. There's a lot to do. Yeah, right. Like catch the last few fish we can scrape out of the ocean and the rivers. Exactly. Well, did it, was it a successful trip for you up there in the long run? It was, it was a fantastic trip. You know, we, uh, were out three times on the drift boat for Albert. And we had a couple up around the, the mid sixties, a lot of 30, 40, um, pound fish. So we filled up fish boxes really well there. And it was, uh, a, a six fish limit on the uh, sockeye. So we loaded up the first week was really good because there was no commercial pressure at all. So the fish were just pouring into the Kenai and, and Kasilov rivers. Um, and then the second week they let the commercial guys go, which was good because there was just too many fish getting in. And then when you have, when you have too many fish escape in these in these northern rivers, um, it's just too many babies to a to a feed. Uh, they just set an all time record for harvest up in Bristol Bay uh, last season. It was forty four million fish harvested. This season, it was just shy of sixty million fish harvested. So, they, oh, so they had a pretty good return. Excellent. They do such an excellent job of managing these fisheries because they want just enough fish to get in, to spawn, and have them have a high survivability rate. Because when too many get in, they don't have have a high survivability. And they just, they, you know, my, my hat is really off to the uh, Alaska Department of, of Fish and Wildlife. They, uh, they they do it right, and they manage it not for politics like we do here in California, whether it's water or fisheries or anything else. They manage it just for fishing, and they close their ears to all that political pressure from the sports side, from the commercial side, and they look at strictly the number of fish coming into the river, 
the conditions and what year class run it is. And that's, they shoot for their goals, which is generally for the, for the Kenai rivers, a million to 1.5 million fish in most seasons. One of the most interesting things about the department of fish and wildlife in Alaska is they can adjust things on a daily basis, hourly basis if they need to. And they communicate so solidly with the public it's the public's responsibility to be aware of changes that were made yesterday, as opposed to uh, California. A, as opposed to a two-year process with some politicians that sit on a board that have to change a regulation. Yeah, oh, I got exactly. you exactly. And you know, and up there they call it um, a, an in-season emergency order. Whether if it's you know it, it making increasing the bag limit from three to say three sockeye up to six sockeye. In some cases, up to 12 sockeye when too many fish are getting in. Or they reverse it, and they'll drop it down to one fish. It's management. They, they, it's, it's all about managing the fisheries, no question about it, and being able to and quickly it's, respond. And it's real time. Absolutely. You know, and and if, if you look at what's happening over on the uh, Sacramento River right now, we're seeing a huge, uh, huge return of big quality fish. You know what's happening? Is the feds are gonna are, are gonna just release lethally hot flows on top of those fish, and they'll they'll spawn, but all their eggs are gonna end up dying, and that's what you know we've been really fighting over at uh, GSSA for is, is to get increased cold flows down over those those eggs so that we can see a wild component to our local fishery and not just a truck component. But if you're looking to go fishing here starting in a couple of weeks, that fishery is just going to explode. Because I'm watching it explode out the gate in uh, Bodega Bay and everywhere else. Now, um, full disclaimer, I own the the Real Magic. It's been a little tough over at Bodega Bay this week. On most days, there's been there were some good scores on Thursday, um, but the wind came up yesterday. Wind's coming fairly hard here again uh, this morning. Water temp has plummeted from 60 degrees, which had a lot to do with that bite slowing down, down to 53. So conditions look really good there. Rick Powers yesterday on the new sea angler had limits of link uh, down at Point Reyes. The, so the link the link bite has been great everywhere. Salmon's been slow the last few days, but it's going to pick back up with these colder water temps. And out the gate, same thing. It's been up and down. I talked with Jared Davis on the Salty Lady. He started at Duxbury, had one fish for most of the morning. He moved up to um, up towards uh, uh, Chimney Rock up in Drake's Bay. And put another 10 in the box up there. Nice, big, quality fish. So those fish that were at Duxbury a couple days ago, they're probably blasting underneath of the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, they're moving. Up to the Sacramento River. You saw the size so. of that moon. You saw how bright it was. Oh, yeah. No, that's, uh, we're coming off of, uh, of big tides. We got a little blow going. We're going to see some really good salmon fishing here over the next uh, few weeks. We're in the full transition mode, and the salmon should be hitting on the beach by next weekend, Sep, I should be talking on on this show about the fish off of Ten Mile Beach, Bird Rock, Tamales Point, um, the Whistle Buoy, and places like like that. Our normal early August hot spots are just starting to see their first salmon of, of the year, and I think it's going to pop this coming week. That would be sweet. That would be very sweet. Well, what the guys have been complaining about is 30-mile-an-hour winds yesterday. And What are we looking at uh, for this weekend? Well, for this weekend, we're going to see more of that. The forecast, is, like right now, we're seeing 20 knots of wind, gusting 25. Um, that's out at the buoy. That's not on the beach, but those winds typically fill in in, in the afternoon. And uh, the forecast calls for wind right through the weekend into Monday, unfortunately. 
But you and I are supposed to go and can't. We're we going to get everybody on board. But we, if we have to uh, push our date back, I got a date about 10 days later that we can go and we're going to go slam. Well, we've got that flexibility because we know the owner of the boat. And that's a nice thing to have. And I'm sure that you and I will be talking later on today to finalize whatever plans we've got. And all you guys that are going on our trip with us, I know you're listening today wondering what the heck's going on. And those of you that are my cronies, uh, we'll be in touch with you as soon as everything is worked out. We know who's riding with who and if we're going to need a ride. But that's the way it is with saltwater fishing. Some days you get 30-mile-an-hour blows, and some days you get flat bathtubs. And if we've got an option, I'd rather have a flat bathtub just about any day of the week. Mike, appreciate you always getting us up to speed. You keep an eye on it, and let's talk for sure later on today. And if we can get out this week, great. If not, I like the sounds of next week, too. So, please, keep us posted on it. Let us know what's going on. Now, Pack quick... me a big sandwich now, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling there'd be some tuna passed around, too, if we do all that. <laughs> Mr. Ogney, thank you much. We got to bail out of here. You have a great one, my friend, and we'll talk later on today. Thanks, guys. Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com and just one of the best damn fishermen around when it comes to saltwater angling out there. Well, there's another hour right around the corner. I'm going to tell you about it in this break here in just a second, but we are covering some ground. Eagle Lake, Stampede, the Delta, the rivers up there with great action, and a whole lot more. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing. And their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point opens for our 29th season Saturday, October 22nd. Bird cards are currently available for purchase throughout the season. However, if you purchase your bird card prior to August 1st, you'll get 10% early bird bonus added to whatever you buy. So if you buy 20 pheasants, you'll get 22. If you purchase 40 chucker, you'll get 44 and so on. You don't need to plan out your entire season when you buy your bird card. You can always add any number of birds to your card throughout the season. Quail Point will be open Wednesdays through Sundays from 8 to 3, starting October 22nd through the end of March. Until then, we're shooting Sporting Glaze Thursdays through Sundays from 8 to 3. Call us with any questions at 530-735-6217 or check us out at quailpoint.com. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. 
change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. The Northern California coast is ground zero for ocean king salmon fishing. And the flagship of the Eureka fleet is the vessel Shellback, owned and operated by professional angler and veteran captain Tony Sepulveda of Greenwater Fishing Adventures. On the doorstep of the best salmon fishing on the planet, usually fishing within three miles of the harbor. The entire area is the home of the state's largest Pacific halibut, too. Experience the best. Greenwater Fishing Adventures, the North Coast's most exciting guide service. Offering great ocean action plus river trips for freshwater water salmon steelhead and stripers too check out eurekafishing.net or call tony sepulveda now at 707-845-9588 and now more california sportsmen with seth henderson Hey, we're back and we got a show full. I am not going to waste a moment of time. I'm going to take you live. What is that extra noise I'm hearing all of a sudden? Let's take you live up to Captain James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service live on Stampede Reservoir chasing kokanee salmon this morning. Good morning, Captain. Morning there, Seth. Sorry we had a little pandemonium. We just got a quad. Got three of the fish in the boat. So it's a little crazy <laughs> Well, there's nothing wrong with getting a quad when you're talking on the radio show. Three to the boat. What seems to be the problem there, Captain? You're working at 75%? Uh, go straight back, buddy. There you go. We don't want to let it underneath that one. Uh, I don't know. It, it was a real, real slow morning, and uh, we only had two fish in the boat plus, you know, five or six release. And then, of course, when I call into the show and on hold, we get a quad. And now we just got a double, and uh, we got one rod in the water. So well, still kind of fishing. That's just the way it seems to work. You got great cell coverage there right now. What area of the lake you fishing right now? Uh, the part that has water on it. No, yeah. I can't say that. <laughs> there's, there's there's already fifty boats around me. I can't. I don't want another fifty over here. I can tell you, folks, that uh, he's got a, he's got great cell phone coverage, so he's close to the island someplace. That's all I'm going to say. Got, yeah, it's a pretty good bet. Yeah, my guess is he's definitely a stampede this morning, too. There's no question about that. James, the action up there is state steady. Uh, obviously, it's going to come to a grinding halt here eventually. How much longer do you think uh, this action is going to be good up at Stampede and in other Kokanee Lakes? We're starting to get fish that are turning, not all of them. Yeah, I got two fish that were dark yesterday and cut a little bit light. Everything else was gorgeous meat, so I, I know we still have a couple weeks out here. If it gets too bad out here, then we'll move over to Boca, which smaller fish, but uh, lot, you know they, they haven't even start, lost their scales over there yet. So yeah, one of the things that so happens, this, one of the things that happens this time of year, the first fish to blush are the males, and they start losing their scales a little bit, and just a little bit of red comes on, and then some of them will start turning quicker than others. But the females keep their scales on, and they last longer, and the eggs mature a little bit more. But keep this in mind, folks. Doesn't matter if she's got eggs or not. Doesn't matter if he's ready to go or not, because they aren't going to successfully spawn. You can take the females that have the eggs in them and keep them. This is one of those no guilt fisheries. They aren't going to survive. They're once they reach their fourth year or their third year in the lake, they're going to die of old age. 
So you might as well catch and keep and enjoy and not worry about it because as far as fish staying in that lake, it's already taken care of by the Department of Fish and Wildlife. It's just, it's just the dodger working. They'll be planting Sorry. them all along. That's all right. James is doing his thing out there on the water. James, the depth, what depth are they hanging out? Is it, uh, are they getting way down there near the bottom or are they active? Way down there and they're schooled up big time. So when you go through a school, you mark it. Do not turn around on it because there'll be another one about a hundred feet in front of you. <laughs> if you keep turning around on them, you let everybody in the world know you're on a school of fish and then you got 50 people on that same school. It just goes straight line. Just mark, 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 go along, mark, mark your, your schools and then just keep going through in the straight lines and you keep the rods and, you know, keep everything in structure on the whole time. It reminds uh, My depth is 70 to 85 feet right now. And how deep's the water? Uh, 150. So you're down there a ways, halfway to the bottom. Yeah, yeah you, you, there's a whole ton of fish up uh, 30, 40 feet, but those are all next year's fish. You know, if you want to catch small fish, there you go. <laughs> well, I know what you're into. You're into the bigger kokanee. Some spectacular photos coming from you guys up there. Just you're smiling customers in the boat with several weeks of meals in front of them. How much longer do you think it's realistically going to last? you got three more weeks of good fishing? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'm up here until the end of uh, end of uh, August. Maybe you know, depending on what the water does in the Sacramento River, I might stay up here a couple more weeks just to play around with these fish in the colder water. But, Seth, if you saw my screen right now, you would uh, you'd probably hang up on me and get your butt over here because there are so many fish on the screen. Well, I got my boat yesterday, my friend. I might be around there before you know it. Who knows? Well, that's Who knows? good. Well, James is going to be moving, obviously, to the SAC Metro King Salmon Action. And if you haven't thought about it or you haven't made a reservation, you better make one right now because there are a ton of King Salmon moving into the system that are going to be moving right into the SAC Metro zone within the next couple of days, is my guess, as those fish continue to move around and get closer and closer on the coast. The numbers are only going to go up, and it's only going to get better. But if you don't have a reservation, you're not going to have a chance at the fish. James, give them all the hookup information they need for tight lines. Yeah, you can reach me toll-free at 888-975-0990. Website is www.fishtightlines.com. And we just had a supermoon. Usually brings in fresh salmon. The water's going to be kind of warm. Fish is going to be kind of tough, but it should bring in a bunch of fish. So get on out there. You're not going to catch one sitting on the couch. All right, partner, you have a good one, and thanks so much for hooking up with us today. We appreciate it. Hey, thank you. Captain James Netzel started off with a quad. That's a way to start on a show right now. Let's move from Stampede Reservoir, very cold water lake, to another cold water lake and head live to Eagle Lake. And let's climb on board with North State Guide Service. Captain Robert Muller joins us right now. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, Seth. Tell us about it. What's been going on up at Eagle, my friend? Well, fishing has been red hot until yesterday. Our full moon is dampen our bite but we're still putting limits in the boat it's just a grind now yeah those big bright moons like that that just lets those fish feed all night long they see those silhouettes against that light surface out there and they can feed on little minnows that are just cruising thinking they're having a nap and they're having the minnows (laughs) is the water changing color still are they still seeing green water and then it goes brown as they come in actually the water's cleared up we're getting probably 10 foot visibility now. It's the, I don't know if the lake's getting acclimated finally, but, uh, water's a lot cleaner. Probably really developing the thermocline right now and things, the fish might be moving down a little bit deeper. You're still fishing in the, what, uh, 20, 30 foot range? Actually, 
the last three days, and I think that's another reason why the fishing's got a little slow, we've been in the mid-30s every morning, so our water temperatures dropped from 76 all the way down to 68. Ooh. So I think we got fish from 30 feet to the surface. Yeah, they're going to race They're gonna race up their feet on minnows, then race back down to where their comfort zone is, that's for sure. Right. Any size to them, and what technique are you using now? Um, I'm starting off with the top lines, and then running a downriggers and lead course, so we're fishing three different depths. Um, fish are averaging, I'd say, two and a half pounds. We got one yesterday that was four and a half, probably one of the bigger fish we got all season. Well, those aren't bad fish. So, of course, that lake is uh, famous for some monsters that it's got. I know of a 7.6, a 7.8, an 8.6, and I never saw it, but I understand there was a 10 caught by fly fisherman Michael Fong about 25 years ago up there. Beautiful fish, and you know they still got to be in there too, don't you think? Yeah, I think we'll see some six-pound fish for sure this fall. As many we have more minnows this year than we've had in the last four or five years, so fish should put on a lot of weight right now. Boy, those runs up at the north end along the highway one thirty-nine out there in those shallows, all the way down to the ranch house in the corner. Some productive seven-pound fish out of there one year. I probably picked up three or four seven-pounders trolling with uh, one of the guys from Santana that was with us that day. Unbelievable fishing. And you're sitting there living on it right on, in my old house, right on the lake. It's kind of, a, <laughs> kind of a convenient setup for you now, isn't it? Yes, it is. Well, Robert, give them all the information they need for North State Guide Service because you're not only fishing Eagle Lake right now and it's open for a long time, folks. You got plenty of time to fish that one, but he's undoubtedly going to be making the move over to the Sacramento or Feather Rivers for chasing the King Salmon. When do you make yeah, that gonna- move? We're going to move Friday, and I'll be there till the 1st of October. Well, folks, if you'd like to get on the water in some great action, he knows there's a bunch of fish heading his way. Talk to him, figure out a date, make your plans, get it booked, and get up there and have a great time on the water with one of the best salmon fishermen there is. Robert, give them all the hookup info they need, the website, and where they can find more information about you. They can get me at North State Guide Service on Facebook, or the telephone number is 530-260. All right, you get out there and spank them good today. Make sure those customers are all smiling from ear to ear. Okay, Sep, you have a good day. Captain Robert Muller at Eagle Lake with North State Guide Service. Give him a shout, folks, or you're not going to get in on some great rainbow trout action. Quick break right now. When we come back, Randy Pringle joins us. The fishing. Uh, we're, we're not going to go. Oh, let's do gun owners first. It's kids. You turn. are a train wreck today. You get a new boat and you go completely off the rails. I got all kinds of things to do today. I, I got to get I ropes know. in there. I my got it. Or my I first aid kit. Well, how about we announce the uh, fifty-two weeks, fifty-two guns in fifty-two weeks raffle winner first. Sep, gun owners of California, happy to announce its next fundraising dinner. It's the return of the Vacaville dinner, right up, right there by you, Sep. I'll uh, be it's there. now the Fairfield Vacaville dinner. It's going to be held at the Jelly Belly Factory in Fairfield. The dinner will be a prime rib dinner catered by the good folks at Kinder's Barbecue. Uh, so that's always a good bet too. And that's going to be on September the 30th. Even though, uh, adult drinks are limited to wine and beer, it's going to be a great, uh, GOC dinner. So make sure you go to their website, click on engage. Uh, and on the events calendar for more info, if you want to stay armed and informed with all the news you need, give them a call at uh, 916-984-1400 or log on to their website, gunownerca.com. 
Winner 33 of the 2022 Gun Owners of California 52 Guns 52 Weeks Raffle. Ticket 454, Scott Jones of Colfax. Scott, you've got a Ruger American bolt-action rifle in 243. Uh, the staff at Gunners will be giving you a call to make arrangements for you to do all the proper paperwork uh, to get your new gun. So uh, make sure that you're supporting Gun Owners of California in their 47th year of fighting for your gun rights. Yeah, it's a great dinner. I've been there for the last four or five dinners. Irk, I got your text. And I've already talked to Travis. Today's opening day of deer season. Travis is out uh, right now. My guess, uh, half asleep, leaning against a tree. Fully asleep. Well, he might be. And he's fallen over next to the tree. But he's he kind of. I think he's earlier. guiding nieces and nephews out hunting today, and even grandpas out there. Oh, perfect. Bill's out there too, the owner of the whole thing, and he's. Uh, they're escorting people. He's got this little dinky three thousand acre ranch that they get to hunt. There ought to be some critters on that. I think there probably are. Ask him if there are pigs. He told me no, so that's a sure sign there are pigs. There are pigs, yeah, absolutely then. All right, let's take that break I was talking about right now, and we come back, it'll be time for Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week. One of the top six-pack operators in the Bay Area is Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Captain Steve's 27-foot top gun is a fishing machine loaded with all the amenities for your enjoyment, comfort, and safety. And with over 15 years of experience, Captain Steve is ready when you are. Docked in Berkeley and Martinez Marina seasonally. Hooked Up specializes in sturgeon and ocean salmon fishing. But the top gun also fishes year-round for halibut, stripers, shark, albacore, and rock cod. If it bites, we fish for it. Fish with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736 or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up? There's a new ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West Del Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle. 916-692-8520. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers and check out Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. 
Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us now with our Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the birthday boy himself, Captain Randy Pringle. Good morning, birthday boy. Good morning, Mr. Sapp. No, oh, he's being all... Uh... <laughs> That's it. Is that Kent playing on that piano? Cut it on. That was Kent it playing was. on the golf balls over here. It was. Happy birthday, R.P. <laughs> Thank you, brother. <laughs> Happy birthday, you old man. Uh, we're you're... gaining age, aren't we? We're gaining age, and we're 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 learning more every day about ourselves. <laughs> yeah, he's losing le- wisdom. He's learning all about Social Security, is my they're, guess. They're, we're either losing wisdom, or there's less and less people who want to hear what we want to tell them. One of the two, Randy. I'm not sure what it well, is. Well, Mr. Pringle, yeah, you're out at your some... big you're out at your big Delta event right now for BBT. Is this final a, event is of the year for last him, except one for of the this, championship? Last one of the season. What's it like out there today? It's beautiful today. So far, so good. No wind. A lot of stripers are busking in the harbor right here. 93 boats went out this morning, and um, I'm hoping with this uh, little moon breaking off, we're going to get some fish in the boat. Well, I think this big full moon's going to shake everything up for a little bit. This is the biggest moon of the year, I believe, that we had. Certainly a bright one. Yeah, it's a, it's going to be a good one, and and that's a great crew. That is a great. Uh, Field, Randy. That's uh, I mean, you guys have been drawing boats all year long, but that's a, that's a really good field for the final event of the year. What's it going to take to? You know, what's I'm, it going to take? Hey, Randy, what's it going to take to win that event? About twenty-four. Uh, you know what? My guess was twenty-three to twenty-five, and we're right in the same ball game. Kent. I really <laughs> do believe to get that kind of weight, you're going to have a three-pound average with two nice fish. That always puts you right about that twenty. Three to twenty-four, twenty-five pounds, depending on what size the big ones are. Well, Mister Pringle, there must be some place mixed in with all of this discussion that you've got a great tip for our anglers out there and their pure fishing tip of the week. I do. You know, your pure fishing tip of the week is one of the things that uh, that the pure fishing people have done. They give you a class of fishing rods, and they mark them right on the rods of what it is. And a lot of people don't understand that you know you know, fast tip or light or medium action, but it's kind of simple when you're looking at a rod and you say, okay, typically when you go to Abu Garcia, the more expensive, the higher modulus of graphite, the more sensitivity and a little bit stiffer in the overall picture. So if you want something soft, Abu Garcia has all that you want. Then if you want something that's a real high, high quality, like a world class, go to the Fenway. So if you're going to go punching and you need something just just a beef stick, then you can go right back to the Abu Garcia line and spend about oh a hundred something dollars and then you know rip those things out of the weeds. When you're going to be flipping that outside wee line and some light toolies or some around wood, then you want that sensitivity with the Fenwick rod. So what what Pure Fishing has done, it's give you an opportunity to look at the rods of your choice you can buy everything from a you know which i know kent's got a set of them at home is the ugly sticks and then 
you move it up there from there you can always go all the way up to the top of the line and and they have the line that will fit your needs from the price point anywhere from fifty dollars on up unless you want a combo then you can go down so the pure fishing tip of the week is look at their lines of products because they're making it easy for the average go guy to go out and gal to go out and purchase something for their family or themselves. Well, that's way too simple, Randy. But there's one thing I want to bring up here that I think you're probably going to agree with me, too. Each manufacturer, when they say it's a medium light, it's a medium, it's a heavy, or it's a medium heavy, there's not any real consistency to those. You can pick up somebody's lightweight, and it might be the same as a medium heavy. If a rod company's from Texas, they're, they're, they're lifting weights. They're light. They're light. You could go out and kill a bear with. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it, a lot of it depends on where the rod company's based out of is what they consider light, medium light, you know. Well, I there's mean, light trout and there's medium trout, but I'll tell you what, a medium trout is not going to handle a five pound bass. Uh, no, probably not. It's going to eat you alive. It's having the right stick. And that's why what Randy's telling you is extremely important because even the right down to the lures, a lure might require a different tip to get the right action out of it. You bass guys know all those details. Well, exactly right. And, and we, you know, the one like bass fishermen, Sep, we fish from, you know, four and six pound test all the way up to 65 braid. So you, you know, it's a full array That's where they can of fishing pull the rods. tree out of the No, you've system. been watching the frog and punching videos. That's what 65 braid comes in for. But yeah, I mean, that's, you know, it's such a wide array of what we do. Randy, the frog tournaments are over, but is that bite still going on out there? The what is? The, the frog, frog bite. Oh, yeah, yeah. The frog bite is, uh, it's just that you've got to get away from that mainstream of water in winded areas, uh, when you got a lot of water movement and it's real windy, you know, frog uh, a lot water. of frog back in the angles, back in the little corners of stuff. And you guys hit the nail on the head. When it comes to fishing rod, a lot of people look at that. The number one thing I find all the time when I go and find somebody that says, I can't throw this, I'm getting a backlash, and I go, bring it out, we'll take a look at it. They bring the rod to me, I look at the rod. I look at what the rod says it's supposed to be, and they've got a lure that's too light for the rod, and they're overpowering it. They're backlashing and bird nesting. And, and and Senior Tuna, you know, Steve Carson made it clear a long, long time ago, and, and I and I go along with that thought pattern as what I've done for my career is wherever that thing says to be, if it says twelve to twenty pound test, you're better off throwing something that 15 to 17 somewhere in the middle and you can't go wrong well folks if you'd like to get out on the water with one of the best instructors there are book a trip with randy pringle he's the fishing instructor guide service and he can make sure that you become an outstanding bass fisherman just like he did me well, maybe not, but I'm getting better as we go along. Captain Backlash. Yeah, it's me. I know how to do it. And it's always nice to have it when you're using super lines. It really yeah, makes those backlashes. It works out really fun. good. Have you ever had one that went in more than a quarter inch yes. deep? Yeah, I know. <laughs> don't ever, yeah. don't ever we let a trout that. guy spool up your, Seth, your... I, I've had them where you just, do, you just, you don't even look. You just wind them up, put the bait on the reel and stick it in a rod locker. And put it away. Put it in a rod locker and go, you'll get to go next time. Yeah. Where um, are those scissors? We'll need yes, those in a week. There's a reason there's scissors in the boat. Randy, give them the, give them the number for the fishing instructor guide service. They need to get out there and have the same torture that I did that day with you. 
Yep. You know, you always give me a call, area code 209-543-6260, or you can go to my website, thefishinginstructor.com. Hey, guys, let's get on those fish, huh? Randy, thanks so much for sharing, and congratulations on another great season with the BBT. We appreciate it. I appreciate you guys helping us out and being a part of the BBT family. You guys have a great weekend, and uh, do me a favor. You know, if you see me on the side of the road with a sign, you know, <laughs> it's because I'm old and I'm trying to figure out how to, you know, make more money in California. Well, yes, Pringle, at your age, don't try to blow all the candles out at once because you might hurt yourself. Especially after one of those, especially after a cocktail. this conversation. I'm telling you right now. Well, I'm hanging up on you. So there. Take care, my friend. Thank you for playing that. We got that squeezed in on him right there at the end. It's Randy's birthday. Great guy. Great birthday. And uh, Social Security is going to treat him really good because I think he's getting close to the hill. He's playing tournament director down there today, so he's going to have to get busy and uh, do some work. Well, I guess I had to do something now. Speaking too, of old huh? guys. Mr. Brock, ZZ Brock, as they call him now. We used to call him FishKevinBrock.com, but now he's ZZ Brock. FishKevinBrock.com. Well, he's up there, and he's fishing the canyon today. That's the canyon is the stretch between Red Bluff and the Redding area where there's deeper water, cooler water, a lot of holes, places where those fish can hold up and have a little bit cooler temperatures without a lot of boat traffic. Not 60 boats on a hole. He knows what he's doing. That's the only place those fish can hold as they come up the river system without being attacked by anglers. There's no cell phone coverage, so he put together this. Take a listen. Hey, good morning, Sap. How are you? Hey, Kent Brown. How are you doing? Hopefully you guys are doing well. Well, here we go. The old Sacramento Feather River, American River King Salmon Report. And this is what's going on. This is what's happening up in the rivers. Um, still, to right now, um, our best bet is the mouth of the American. Uh, cold water is still coming in there. New fish are coming in. Uh, a lot of boats out there, but um, there's fish being caught every single day out there. Some days it's only a few. Some days it's a whole bunch. But consistently since the opener, uh, you know, for the last three weeks or so, four weeks now, shoot, there's been, you know, fish consistently caught. So it's not a bad place to go if, uh, you know, down there in retro sack and you need to get away and, and it goes do some salmon fishing. Um, it's been a mix. The guides I've been talking with are getting one to four a day, uh, you know, pulling plugs. Um, uh, the size ZZ14s, ZZ15s, uh, that's the new plug everyone's talking about. That's what people are using in a chartreuse and silver colors, uh, seem to be the best, you know, for these bright new early fish. The other thing is the guys are jigging a lot. Uh, they're using one and two ounce jigs. Uh, there's a mouthy minnow out there, and it works really well. Anything in the um, chartreuse silver, chartreuse blue, are probably your top two. Um, you know, some guys use purple, some guys use pink. But, you know, anyway, it's just kind of getting into finding them. Uh, but if you, as long as you got chartreuse and silver, you really can't go wrong uh, down there. So that's the, the kind of the mouth of the American there where it's coming into the sack. Uh, easy launching, um, you know, uh, everything's real clean. Everything's nice there. The state's done a real good job at down there. As we move upriver, uh, we go into the feather uh, up above Verona. And I talked to a couple of guys that fished Verona. They traveled all the way up there, fished there. Same thing, using the ZZ14, 15, chartreuse bill, you know, is, is the plug of choice. And it's been hit or miss for those guys. One day, one guy got three right off the bat, bang, bang, bang. He's been there three more times, hasn't got a fish. But 
when you do get them right now, they're big. They're real big. Uh, so they're nice fish, you know, high teens, 20, 25 pounds. I know I've been getting reports of they're still catching them in the salt, you know, up to 40. So, you know, again, we're going to have a big, big fish year this year on the river. Moving our way up into the Feather River, into the Gridley to Orville area. The water's low. Be super careful. If you're not familiar with running a river, uh, don't go there. Uh, I'm not saying that uh, to keep you away. I'm just saying that to keep your boat from getting smashed. It's super low. Guys that are over there uh, know what they're doing. The water's low. And it's kind of warm, too. The fish aren't grabbing real good. Um, there's been a few fish caught in the outlet. Uh, there was a couple caught uh, last week. Uh, by a couple of boaters, a couple of our guys got a couple of fish over there, but uh, nothing crazy, nothing crazy yet for that that report. So uh, you know, not not too hot there. Uh, flipping sides over the sack to the uh, Chico Red Bluff area, man, the Sac River again. It's low also in there, and it's warm. Uh, fishing's been slow. Uh, if you get a fish, it's one here, one there. Um, you know, same thing. Uh, you know, plugs, uh, chartreuse bill chartreuse tail, stuff like that. It's working good. Uh, now we take you up into the, the Redding-Anderson barge hole area. Uh, for the river, that's your best bet for going down to the canyon. Consistently, consistently, every single day, there's being fish caught out there. Sometimes it's only a couple. You know, the opener, there was over 150 fish caught, you know, approximately. Same thing, the lures. You know, everyone's talking about this, this ZZ plug um, up there. Uh, the water's low, so we'll run a 17 uh, if you can find them, the uh, 17 is a big plug and it works good in the slow water. Uh, wrap them with sardine, uh, but up there and and some row, some row fish. Um, you know there has been some fish caught on row and some guys dragging row with puff balls and you know small hooks. But that's kind of the wrap up, you know, of the whole Sac Valley, uh, you know, King Salmon report for the rivers. It's only gonna get better. Only gonna get better, guys. Uh, thanks so much for having me on the show thanks for everything that you do for the industry uh, we love you hey if you guys need information or want to get a hold of me uh, you can check out my uh, website fishkevinbrock.com or you can call the office 800-995-5543 love you guys fish on Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, Tackle, fishing gear, or bait. You can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. It's a good idea to hire a guide to take you fishing. If it's in a new location, or targeting a new species, or maybe using unfamiliar equipment, a guide will save hours of frustration. Plus, a licensed, bonded guide wants you to catch fish, so he'll give you good advice. Something else a good guide will have, a capable, knowledgeable deckhand, an invaluable addition to the experience. This is true on all boats, whether they be party boats, six-packs, whatever. Something else you need to know, deckhands work for tips. 
You pay your guide and give him a tip. But remember, plus, the deckhand should receive his pay separately as a tip. Judge what the deckhand did for you and tip accordingly. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Oh, and by the way, here's a chance to win a life jacket. Caller number four, call us at 1-800-920-1140. Caller number four, win yourself a life jacket. Hey, stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Just a reminder, you just heard one of our Get a Clue segments. Do you know our newsletter has a clue in it every week? Do you know we put out a newsletter? It's all about what Ultimate Bass and California Sportsman Radio shows will cover on Saturday mornings on Sacktown Sports 1140. You need to be a subscriber. Your edition of the newsletter will then appear in your email Thursday night or Friday morning, and you'll know what's set for Saturday morning listening. You'll know who's going to be talking and about what, and you'll get the latest on fishing action and results. The in-depth segments for tips, suggestions, advice, and how-tos. The upcoming events let you know where and when. To get in on the latest, win prizes, and be aware, sign on. It's free. Simply send your email address to marilynatseps.com or sepatseps.com. What could be easier? And the newsletter makes you smarter. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury Outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury Outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury Outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the internet anywhere in the world with our new high definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Seth. Warren Kent. How's it going, guys? Well, as everybody knows, it is opening weekend of hunting season. So guess where I am? 
I'm out in the back of the ranch checking it out and seeing what I can come up with today. Got some guests with us and dad's with me and we're just going to ride around. Hopefully you get something, but we're not really looking forward to it. It's going to be hot and I'm hoping something goes good. Anyhow, coming up in the store, August 27th, we have a cleaning, gun cleaning class here in the store. It's in both Backville and Fairfield. You get, it's $30 deposit when you attend the class. You get a cleaning kit of your choice, rifle, pistol, or shotgun, we'll give you. And we're going to teach you how to tear down, tear apart that gun, and clean it well. There's a lot of newcomers to the sport, and that, and they need to know. We've had a lot of questions. So what we're going to do is have this class so we can get it broken down. Everybody can take a look at their gun, see how it works, get it broke down, get it cleaned real well, put it back together and be functional. All right. Other than that, um, of course, you know, everybody knows that Lincoln season's running. New rigs came out the other day. So be prepared for that and have fun out there Lincoln fishing. They're still catching a little bit of halibut and some salmon out in the bay. And like I said, hunting season's starting to pop everywhere. We do have duck loads in the store and we have dove loads in the store. We have dove decoys. We have duck decoys. So come on down and get prepared for the new hunting season's coming up. Because it's going to be a rough season. Uh, I've already heard a lot of places are not going to get some water this year. So it's going to be tough. All right. You guys have a great weekend. I'll report in next Saturday with how we did out here hunting today. Plus, we're going out on the Caledon 2 tomorrow tomorrow on Sunday to do some rock cod and ling cod fishing and whatever else we can catch. All right. We're going to have a great time. We'll talk to you then and let you know how it went. Have a great weekend, guys, and we'll see you at the store. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at GunsFishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Hey, we're back. Got to push that button twice, can't you know that? You just can't do it once. And I've got a friend of mine that is uh, having a glorious day on the water in the eastern Sierras, and I probably hate him right now because of the photos he just sent me. Absolutely beautiful, crystal clear skies. Have you caught any fish too, Mr. Burton from Honda Marine, live on the water at beautiful June Lake in the Sierras? Uh, absolutely. Richie just rolled one in and I just got hit on my surface rod. <clears throat> See what happens. Maybe we can do it on the water retrieval here. Well, I gotta tell you, you are down there in God's country right now. You got your whole family over there, the whole crew. You are out attacking the waters. What are your expectations for the day? Well, it just started until about 6.30 this morning. It's been a little slow. We got one, one, uh, about 14, 15 inch trout and I caught a chub or a carp. I, I've never caught a carp over here before in my life. Carp Burton. Yeah, we're going to get a trophy for that one, Burton. You're obviously <laughs> going to get a reward for that. Well, I saw the picture of uh, from the water at your location where your fifth wheel is parked. Obviously, you have a couple of connections with the management at June Lake. Yeah, we really want to thank uh, Adam and Abby, the owners here at June Lake and, uh, and down at Crowley as well. They really, uh, 
did as well here. Everything is full over here. I mean, there's people are camping on the side of the road, and they provided this spot for us. We're the first ones to ever use it. They just put it in, and it is amazing, I'll tell you. Can you tell them real quick what a nice guy I am and how small and neat our motorhome is, please, before you leave? <laughs> Well, that thing probably wouldn't start. I don't know if you've used it. The the corporate RV hasn't been used enough, that's for sure. But I now have a corporate boat, as you well know, and it's going to be yeah. traveling behind that corporate RV here real quick. Yeah. No doubt about yeah. it. Well, Richard, I'm glad you got an opportunity to get over there with the whole family. He's got his son there. It's a tradition in their family to be over in the June Lake Loop area as often as they possibly can. It goes way back to your father's day, doesn't it? Back to my grandparents, actually, way back in the early 40s. I've got a picture of my dad, 1949, going up the Rush Creek Trail. And my uh, grandparents ran a pack station over here for years. So, yeah, this is home. We uh, haven't been able to come over much this year because our truck was in the shop for so long. But uh, we're trying to make up for lost time now. I'm not going to say it was my old truck. Is he rubbing that in? No, he's not rubbing it in. They put in the wrong or put in some bad death fluid into it, and it uh, screwed everything up. But he's up, it's up and rolling. And obviously it pulled that fifth wheel over the hill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we took our time. We, uh, left Wednesday morning or sometime Wednesday and drove to Jackson, stayed at the Jackson Rancheria uh, RV park, you know, and then slid on over 88 Thursday morning and down the hill here. It's just a beautiful drive. Now that I'm retired and I'm not on any kind of time limits, I can take my time and see some things. And obviously that's exactly what you're doing. The best of both worlds with your kids. Do you bring that new quad out there too? Well, that's Richie's deal. I, uh, <laughs> just, uh ride along in that. He, he, uh, he doesn't pick it up until probably Tuesday or Wednesday. He just made the deal. But, uh, my son-in-law and a bunch of his friends, and we got neighbors, they all do a lot of trail riding with theirs. So. Well, it's, it's perfect for trail riding up there around June Lake. There's more miles of road up there in the back than you can imagine. Well, Richard, get back to your fishing. I hope you have a great day up there. I'm sure the browns and the rainbows will come running to you as soon as they hear you're on the water. But have a great day there, and thanks for checking in with us. We appreciate it. You could not have a bad day here. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> you enjoy every moment of it, my friend. We'll talk soon. See you, Richard. Mr. Richard Burton, formerly with Honda Marine, enjoying life He's and his family. Using a Honda Marine out there today. Just That's a fact. Yeah, you can see my new Mercury, the picture I sent uh, him. Well, oh, you know how it goes. Hey, our good friend Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor By the News. way, welcome to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> I am on the dark side now. You know, in my career, Sep, 45 years of tournament fishing, I've never looked over my shoulder at anything but a Mercury. Yeah, well, I'm an opportunistic so feeder. I know you so are. I, you uh, kind of had all of the above, but I mean, I... I started with Johnson, went to... Ev- no, I started with Yamaha, went to Johnson, then I went to Evinrude, yeah. and then I went to... uh Honda. I'm trying to think. Yeah, it was Honda yeah. from there on for about 20 years. It was now Honda you have and, a new Mercury from Gone and Fishing. For the last three or four years, I've been with yeah. our friends at Merck now, so it works out really well. You're well. just going to sit at the ramp and start that thing. I'm just going to look pretty in it and answer questions of all the people out there. But our good friend Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, joins us now with, as always, I ask him to come up with some of the top opportunities for freshwater opportunities. And why not talk a little bit about saltwater opportunities, too? Good morning, Dave. Thank you for joining us this morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? We're doing well. A lot of great things going on out there. What haven't we covered on the show that Western Outdoor News already did? Well, I would hope I, I don't. I didn't listen to the entire show. I know you covered Stampede very well. 
Lake Tahoe has been tremendous. You know, it's been, uh, uh, we have great kokanee bite up there right now. JD showed a whole ice chest full of kokanee yesterday. I didn't see yeah, that. I wish yeah, I had. He did. Yeah, those are, those kokanee are looking really good. It's a, and it's been the best Mackinac, uh, fishing up there in, in, in memory. I mean, it's just been tremendous. I mean, so Lake Tahoe has been a go-to place. The north side, they're catching all kinds of Mackinac. The west side, the east side and the south side, particularly the kokanee, have just come on. And it's just red hot. You know, guys are limiting out with no problem. Those fish are in really good shape up there right now. And as you know, you did talk about how the fish turn, and they turn later, up, uh, the higher up in the elevation, obviously. So that's been uh, the meat's been looking fantastic. Uh, so uh, that's that's a really good opportunity. You know, New Maloney's is still in play if you're willing to put your boat in. It's dropping about three feet a week. It hasn't got to the point where that launch ramp is accessible uh, easily once again. But there is a you can get in with one lane there, and kokanee fishing remains tremendous. You know you got to go down deep for them. Uh, Pardee has really kicked out. Uh, Pardee's got tons of kokanee. I mean there's just clouds of them up the river arm, and it'd be a good place to go teach somebody to catch kokanee right now, uh, because you're not gonna not catch them. I mean, they're so thick in there. You just go 100, 110 feet up the river arm from Twin Coves up to the Orange Ball. You're going to find them there. And it'd be a good opportunity for to, you know, to go out if you want to teach somebody to catch some fish. You're not going to find a lot of large fish, but there are some bigger ones actually pushing 15 inches at party right now. Yeah, I'm, I was kind of stunned. I remember a few years ago we were catching them. They were so small they were going through the holes in the net, you know, seven, eight uh, inches long. When the lake was really overpopulated with them, but now they seem to be using a little bit more care and are planning for that natural spawn that takes place also in the lake when conditions are satisfactory. And they've got a good balance of the fish right now, so they've increased the size of the fish. But again, it's one of those prolific lakes right now that can have big populations and make it easy to catch, making it a fun thing to take the family out to and get the kids involved and excited about the fishing. Yeah, there's been a lot of lakes like that this year. Whiskey Town's been very much kicking out lots of kokanee. Good place to go learn. Stampede's the same way. Bullard's Bar is another place. One of the places, Dave, that I keep hoping I'm going to hear about and I'm not is the king salmon and kokanee action at Shasta. I'm just not seeing a lot of photos popping up or anything about it, and it should be some great opportunities there. I think it's a really good time of year. I think what's happening now is when the – uh, river opened above our, uh, August 1st, you know, the barge hole. A lot of those guys that are guides there fishing there are um, now in the river. So we're hearing fewer and fewer reports from Shasta. But I know that the fishing has been good. Uh, we're not seeing the big numbers of kokanee there. That's a good point. But they, what, what you do find is they, when they do catch them, they're big. They've been up to 18 inches at Shasta, and that's been really cool. You think that lake would, would pop off, wouldn't it? I, I, being so big and so much food available and it's just a vast body of water. And that generally means you're going to have some super big kokanee the first few years of existence in there. And those kings, I, there's been so many kings put into Shasta. I can't believe we're not here. You want to know what we're waiting on? <laughs> a world record spotted bass. I don't like Yeah. Well, we keep planting them We've in there. We've been you're playing have in that nine pound range up there, Sep. You see a few of your weight in. Uh, well, kokanee started last year. Yeah, right I know. I, that's why we're waiting for that world record spotted bass to come out of Lake Shasta. It's going to happen. Mark my word. What else you got oh, for us, Dave? Question about it. Well, I think those are all really good places. It looks like Berryessa, you know, is 
been that tournament last week was either feast or famine. You know, the guys that got them. You know, you know when they got them, Seth was really interesting. They got them right outside of Pleasure Cove there, going towards Markley, right at the mouth of Pleasure Cove. That's where most of the big fish were taken. So those fish must be migrating and and hanging down on the bottom. I thought that was interesting. The Big Island and the Skiers Cove didn't produce for the for the top boats, and the, there weren't a lot of big fish caught. I think the big fish of the tournament was like 1.6 pounds. Well, you know, so Sepp, sounds a- to me like you could probably sneak right out there to the ballpark and catch them right out there in front think, of uh, Markley Cove and, you know, trolling very first base, bad, second base, third base. You're you know, giving me I, jokes about the ballpark, but i got to tell you, my buddy Smalley <laughs> didn't get a dang thing out there, went over by the ballpark and caught a fish at the dam. Well, see? The dam is nothing but deep right See field. how much I know and don't care about exactly. the kokanee and trout fishing? You don't care about Berryessa? the bass fishing either <laughs> no, there. No, they got there. some <laughs> pigs in there. Clear Barry, yes, it's not your lake, you know, as far as that goes. Well, Mark Blanton said I had to quit talking bad about the place because it was his closest lake. So. Well, Blanton fishes at a lot of He there. does. He, he loves it. He's he got a house me a note there, the other there. day. He loves the place. He texted me a note from the water the other day. Where are the fish? I said, underwater. Yeah, no, absolutely. So yeah, it's... It's been a tough fishery there this year. They've been letting so much water out. And I just got a text last night from Jeff Martin, the guy that runs the gate up at Lake Berryessa. So thank you very much, Jeff. You're a great source for me. And uh, he was telling me the lake is now down. It was down 39 and a half feet about a month ago. It's now down 40 and a half feet, but they've slowed down the flows coming out of the lake now. So I think we're going to – it was really pumping water out. Mm-hmm. I mean, every time you'd go by Puda Creek, you could see it was full into the bushes. So I think they've slowed things down. Maybe that lake will start to stratify a little bit. But those fish are there. That's the cool thing. They weren't wiped out by pulling out, you know, the mm-hmm. oxygenated water, and they didn't, you know, like they did years ago, and fish died. They're available. I'm just wondering what it's going to take to catch them, and I think what it's going to take to catch them is a bunch of boats out there at the same time looking for them because I'm getting reports there's only four or five boats out there during the well, week instead too, of 40 or 50. a lot of those 50. guys, Sep, that have been – that. You know, kind of get the word out of what's going on at Berryessa are at Folsom. Uh, a lot Chasing of those guys those have shipped over there and catching eight to twelve pound king salmon at yeah. Folsom. Yeah, those guys have all shifted over to Folsom. Not a lot of them, right, Dave? Just a few scattered no, around. Not a lot, but enough to get everybody to go there. Yeah. And guys are catching them, and when they they do catch them, they are beautiful fish. I mean, it's just been unbelievable. Yeah, they're now, gorgeous. Rebounded. You know, that lake has just been the tremendous. And I think the rainbow bite is pretty good over there as well. You know, uh, so, but that's, they're, they're pumping a lot of water out of Folsom as well. Uh, it's, it's been dropping quite a bit. So same with Oroville. Both those lakes have been dropping. But I think the bass fishing has got to be good in both those lakes for the, the spotted bass. It is. I would imagine. Yeah, it you is. Know, ex- you know, excellent for numbers. I mean, once again, good places to go take people out. Uh, another option is Don Pedro. Don Pedro, the kokanee, have kind of scattered. But if you do catch one there, they are large. There are a few king salmon caught there. Uh, Comanche is another good option if you get out there early in the morning. There's still holdover uh, trout that's out in the main river channel. You have to get on the water early and get off early because, you know, like a lot of these lakes, you're going to get overrun by recreational boaters. We've got a couple weeks left of summer. Even though most schools have started, you're going to see the weekends are going to be really, really busy. So, those are all things to consider when you're taken out there. And, you know, I, I always like the thing you've done on the launch ramp because, you know, uh, you know when, a lot, when the water drops at these lakes and the launch ramps become more and more congested, you know, it's a matter of getting your boat in and out as quickly as you can for courtesy. So, you know, there's a number of opportunities out there. They're planting all the high country now. 
You're not seeing the reservoirs being planted with trout, but it's all the creeks, Stanislaus River, places like that are being planted, and those are always good to go at the end. This is a great time to go up to that high country. You know, they're going to see the uh, the leaves turn real quick. Uh, it's a beautiful place to go up in uh, that seven, six, 7,000-foot elevation and go fishing. Like maybe get out of the 105-degree temperatures we're going to experience this coming week and go sit in the 71 on the coast or maybe the 75 up at Tahoe. Yeah, I think I could tolerate that. Yeah, it's, definitely, yeah. It's, Heat wave coming. It's time to stay in the house or get out of the house in cooler weather. There's no doubt about it. I am not looking forward to this next week with the temperatures that are coming our way. Dave, I, while you're talking about these lakes, I'm thinking, did the striper bite ever happen at New Hogan this year? Did anybody ever talk about it? I hadn't seen a thing on it. It is happening. Uh, it has not been, you know, you're not seeing huge numbers. You're seeing experienced guys going out there and getting four and five fish. The boils are happening. There's boils all throughout the lake, uh, but those are small, undersized stripers. Of course, there's no size limit at, at uh, Hogan. But, uh, you know, and the thing about the boils is, guys, um, they think that they can just fly into the boil with their boat. And uh, <laughs> when, you, when you fly into that boil, all, you're going to put all the fish down. But uh, it, You know, it, I saw some guys out there with their electric trolling motor one day, and they were just drifting. That's all they would do. They would drift. And if something surfaced near them or swirled near them, they'd cast at it. If it didn't, they weren't trying to go after it. But they would use that electric trolling motor and really even slow for an electric trolling motor, move towards places they were getting action. And these guys had it figured out. And these were a couple of old codgers, older than me, and they were spanking some fish out there while I'm trolling around thinking, what the hell am I doing wrong? Yeah, that's a great place to go. You know, just to see the boils. It's impressive because you'll see that boil and it'll just like there's a ripple that goes across acres, acres of that lake. It's a kind of it's an amazing sight to be out there when those fish are on top of the water chasing those jet. But it's been it, I think it will get better as the as the weather starts to cool down. Uh, but uh, the striped bass there are, you know, we're look we're talking schoolies, you know, up to five pounds, six pounds, but they're fun to catch. You know, there's a really kind of a, a way they do it. They put a anchovy or a shad on a harness rig and they troll. Or guys will throw the topwater lures, uh, small topwater lures as well. But, you know, that's a fun lake. It's close to lots of places, close to lots of metropolitan. And it doesn't have a lot of pressure, too. That's a, But it's a little low. It's like 28%, but the launch ramp is still happening. So, you know, that's a sleeper. That's for sure. Absolutely. Well, Dave, I picked up the Hurley Chronicles, and uh, one of the things that got my attention was the paragraph starting with, speaking of the weather, it's ugly out there. And the weekend looks like big boat weather at a minimum. This is talking out in the ocean. Not very pretty throughout the weekend. Better stay inside the bay or head to the Delta, the Sacramento River, or lakes. You're right. And we're scheduled to go out on the ocean on Monday. And I think Mike is conjuring up that decision as we speak. I think that decision's been made for us. (laughs) I saw saw that 30 mile an hour and I said, uh, it doesn't seem like the idea, and I'm with you. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm with you too, but I saw the 25, and I thought, uh, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I've been out there too many days when you just say, get me back on dry land. You know, uh, I, let's go another day. I don't get sick that often, but it's no fun watching other people that are sick, that's for sure. Mr. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, joining us with opportunities that you don't want to overlook. Dave, thanks for hooking up with us today. We always appreciate you joining us. Get a subscription to Western Outdoor News, folks. Go to their website, and you'll be on top of all the action, too. 
Well, Mr. Brown, I do have a new boat, and you I'm do. so thankful for Gone Fishing Marine for giving me a shout and rigging it up. The Mark Blanton and the crew went way overboard putting this boat together right. with the finest and the best couple of locators, four fancy, fancy digital downriggers, all the goodies, and that new Altura old man trolling motor. Yeah, How can I go wrong in my big new 21-foot Lund? Till next week, tight lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.